Aloha Kako, and welcome to another episode of Native Stories. Ova onene aloko inoa no papule wakumea no hoa With me, Nanealo. So, this episode is a part of our treaty series where Dr. Brian Olofa Tuli will give you a history on deeds of session between the United States of America and the Eastern Islands of Samoa. He is a senior lecturer in the the development studies at the Pacific Islands at the National University of Samoa. He has received his MA from the Center for Pacific Island Studies at the University of Hawaii at Manoa and a PhD in history from UH Manoa. He is a contributor to the political views of Samoa and American Samoa in the contemporary Pacific Journal. In this episode, he will be answering these questions. What is a treaty? What happened during that time frame? Who are the people that signed it? Where was it signed? When was it signed? Why was it signed? And has it been upheld? So welcome to Native Stories and mahalo for coming on. My name is Brian Alofaituli and I will be discussing in today's podcast the deeds of session that was signed between the United States and the Eastern Islands of Samoa. Um, the Samoan Islands, or the Samoan Archipelago, is um, composed of nine inhabited islands. Uh, Samoa is located southwest of Fiji and south of, or rather, Samo- the Samoan Islands. Um, southwest is Fiji, and um, Tonga is south, to put it within the geographic framework of the Pacific. Um, The Samoan Islands, um, for the Eastern Islands, are the Manu'a Islands, composed of Ta'u, Olosenga, and Ofu, um, Tutuila, and Aunu'u, and to the Western Islands, uh, where I'm at today, um, Upolu, Savai, Manono, and Apolimo. The Samoan Islands is also composed of its chiefly systems, uh, called the Fa'asamo, or the Samoan way of life, if you like. It is basically an organization of the Samoan society based off of the Fa'amatai system, which is a chiefly system. Um, there are two types of chiefs, the Ali'i, which is a higher-ranking chief, and the Tulafale, also the talking chief. But today's particular um, podcast, I'll be talking about the introduction of American interest in Samoa and the takeover or the transition of the Eastern Islands of Samoa to become American Samoa as we know today. The American interest in Samoa started around 1830s um, during the particular um, expedition of Commander Charles Wilkes. He was part of the United States Navy. They were interested in the commercial trading and whaling that was going on in the Pacific at this time. Uh, around 1839, they set relationships with um, the islands of Samoa and they also, at this time, approved of a representative to help represent um, any interests of the United States within the Samoan Islands. But the biggest transition or the um, coming in of the United States came in the 1870s. At this time, you had plantation development in Hawaii and sugar uh, plantations also within Hawaii and Fiji. But there was also an interest of America to do the same in the islands of Samoa. Unfortunately, or fortunately rather, they were not able to establish the same type of interest in development, uh, plantation development or sugar development 
in the Samoan Islands, similar to Fiji or in, in, or in Hawaii, and mainly because the Samoa had a communal land tenure um, where lands, even to this day, are owned and occupied by chiefs and this particular Samoa. However, within this 1870s, um, the United States wanted to occupy the Tutuila Islands um, for the Pangapango Harbor. Um, however, the Germans at this time wanted to occupy the Western Islands because it was more flat. They wanted more economic development in plantations. The Pangapango Harbor in Tutuila um, is approximately 40, 400 uh, feet deep and two miles long. And the United States wanted this for military purposes. And also, they wanted rights for naval station and also for trading purposes. Um, so the first treaty, if you will, quote unquote treaty, was between the United States and high chief by the name of Maunga in 1872. Um, that was a negotiation to give Americans the exclusive rights to um, build a naval um, station on this particular island. Um, but it wasn't ratified until 1878. This is where the United States had official um, recognition of the Pangapango Harbor. Um, Fifteen years later, uh, the Tripartite Convention was signed in 1899. Uh, there were three major powers that were looking out for pieces of land or occupying the Samoan Islands. You had the Germans who were interested in the Western Islands, mainly for copra plantations. You had the British also who were in Samoan Islands for the same reasons. And you also had the United States who had interest in the Tutuila Islands for the harbor. In 1899, uh, they signed the Tripartite Convention without any Samoans present. And they divided the islands into two. Germany occupied the Western Islands, uh, which is now Western Samoa. Uh, the United States occupied Tutuila Island. Um, um, and Tutuila Island uh, for the harbor of uh, Pangpango. And Great Britain basically um, took over parts uh, of the Solomon Islands, uh, which were uh, German colonies. So they basically traded, uh, relinquished any rights to Polun Savai in exchange for German colonies elsewhere. And so now you have the divisions of what they called uh, the American Samoan Islands of Tutuila, and then the Western German islands uh, in the West. Um, once the Tripartite Convention was signed in 1899, you then had the chiefs of American Samoa, Tutuila Island only, who were basically excited for this transition. Um, so 20 chiefs of Tutuila signed the deed of session on the 2nd of April, 1900. Um, they basically gave rights to the United States uh, to govern these particular laws. But in exchange that the United States would respect and protect the Indo rights of Samoans and allow Samoans to continue to work on their lands and their properties and practice their Samoa or their chiefly um, systems. So that was approved on the 2nd of April. Um, and then on the 17th of April, the flag of the United States was raised on Tutuila Island. Now, the difference between this relationship in American Samoa, which later became Tutuila, became American Samoa, and the Germans, the 
Americans actually allowed Samoans to sign over their island of Tutuila to them, whereas the Germans and the Western Islands of Mupolu, Savai, Manono, and Apolima were not given any say. So chiefs did not have the same type of relationship, and which became much more complex in the Western Islands with um, the rising of the Mao movements and challenging colonial powers. But that's for another podcast. But focusing now on Tutuila, now that you have the transition in becoming the islands of American Samoa, there were also to the east of Tutuila, the Manua Islands, which I will discuss. Those islands were not under the United States. However, the United States wanted to bring them under that particular power. Uh, it's also important to note that the deed of session was signed in 1900, but the United States Congress did not ratify this particular deed of session until 29 years later, in 1929. So that's an interesting um, uh, point to note, that the United States didn't recognize American Samoa officially until 29 years later. Now, the drama kind of unfolds with the islands of Manua. Traditionally, the Manua Islands, the east of Tutuila, are, it's where the, the king Tui Manua reigns. Tui Manua within Polynesia plays a very critical role. Um, this is basically the descendant of Tangaloa Langi. And so Manua have always been away and always been exclusive. And they call them shy, quote unquote, from any influence of the West. And so basically, with Tutuila coming under the, the power of the United States, the United States um, government then made way to the Manu'a Islands at this time, basically telling Manu'a that we'd like for you to join with Tutuila to be a part of American Samoa. The Tui Manu'a at the time, Tui Manu'a basically, you can say the king of Manu'a at this time, basically says that Manu'a is a sovereign, of her, he is sovereign over a sovereign state. Basically, he is the king of these islands, that you can do what you'd like with the Tutuila Islands because those are part of the Western Islands of Samoa, but the Manu'a chains are basically independent. Um, but arrogantly, the United States government under Commander Tilly at the time says, basically, whether you come or not to Manu'a, the authority of the United States is also pro proclaimed over these particular islands. Um, it took a few years, but in 1904, Tui Manu'a eventually gave the islands of Manu'a and signed the deed of session in 1904. So there are basically two deeds of sessions in American Samoa today. 1900 signed with Tutuila Island and the Manu'a Island signing in 1904 by the Tui Manu'a. Tui Manu'a, in exchange for the deed of session, he wanted education, um, more education for the people of Manu'a. So basically, if we look at the deeds of session, both deeds of session were signed in American Samoa, Tutuila, and in Manu'a. They were both signed in 1900 and 1904. Um, the reasons why they were signed um, was for the Pangapango Harbor in the Tutuila Island, um, and also for use of these particular lands, not for development or corporate development, not for economic development, but mostly for coaling station. As the United States began to trade with Asia at this time, they would use Hawaii and then now Tutuila Harbor for coaling station before continuing on 
into the Micronesia as well as to Asia. The deeds of session are still upheld today. Um, and actually within Samoa, American Samoa, they're basically proud Americans, if you will. Uh, many of them, actually, there's no sense of protest or resistance to this particular um, control of the United States. And many of them are, majority are excited about the relationship with the United States. Uh, in the American Samoa, I should mention within the 1920s, there was an uprising on the Mao movements. American Samoans were challenging that not only that they were they were proud to be Americans as American Samoans, but they also challenged that the U.S. government had too much control over them without Samoan making their own decisions. So eventually, the Mao movements gave more power and authority to the chiefs to become more active within the government of American Samoa. So that is the uh, short version of the deeds of session signed between the United States and the Eastern Islands of Samoa. Mahalo for sharing with us. For everyone listening, please stay tuned for the next episode of Native Stories for our treaty series. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Native Stories, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews helps us to get new listeners, grow the show, and helps us to keep putting on new content that you enjoy. You can follow us on Facebook, just search Native Stories, or on Instagram, search our, O-U-R, Native Stories. Mahalo nui for tuning in, and ahui ho ame eola kako.